Levels, levels. Levels, levels. So to be clear, this is an episode that's going to air at some point in the future, but not this week. Yes, it's an episode out of time. Okay, but that complicates things. Uh, How so? Well, I don't know how to number it. I mean, it could be episode 190. It could be it could be even higher. It, it could be episode four hundred, or it could even be episode four hundred one. Well, I suppose that's an oddly specific number. Any, is there any reason? Levels, levels. That makes more sense. Brilliant. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, Danny. Hey, Dwayne. Toddler 401k. Welcome. How you doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. Uh, so, uh, like Todd said, this is an episode out of time. So we're just putting this in the can. Todd's going to go on vacation. We had such a great time, such a great time at the meetup. We thought that having Danny on the show, talk for a while. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Thank you. And first disclosure, I will not be giving stock advice like Jim Cramer. Just going to put that out there right from the beginning. Well, you look, you should never be giving stock advice like Jim Cramer. Ever. <laughs> Nobody, no one should be giving. Jim Cramer shouldn't be giving stock advice like Jim Cramer. Advice in relative term. Advice is a relative term there. I mean, yeah. Now, hey, as a, when we were at the meetup, uh, we learned, I learned, I know, uh, you know, Dwayne probably knew this. I, I learned a number of things about Danny. I mean, as we know, uh, Toddler 401k, financial advisor. Uh, also learned that you were a triple a major, uh, triple a baseball player. I may be getting that one wrong. Uh, nope, not you. Never mind. Okay. Oh, shoot. Well, there goes half my questions (laughs) throughout those ones. (sighs) I really want to know what it was like to have a locker next to pool holes. Okay. And (laughs) you know, it would have been really funny if that was true. It would have been amazing. (laughs) I almost went for it. I was almost like, yeah, until I twisted my ankle. Yeah. Couldn't hit the curve. <laughs> you know, it's the same old story, you know? Yeah. And then also as your side gig, you, you were also, you were also, uh, one of the, uh, a mayor of one of the most exciting towns in Iowa, I believe is, is the case as well. I think that should be our new slogan. One of the most exciting towns in Iowa makes a lot more sense than quiet, quietly progressive, which is our actual slogan. <laughs> really? Yeah. Still. 100%. You're quietly in, progressive. In 2023. <laughs> really? Huh. Yes. I'm not making this up. Go to Small town website. in Iowa is quietly. They're very quiet. Very quiet. Very. <laughs> hmm. But yeah. I have a Do whole different need... set of questions for that. Dwayne, get the theme ready. <laughs> we got to get that other theme going because hold on. <laughs> wow. Dangerously close to needing the other theme there. I did oh, not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> That's my curveball. <laughs> Can't hit him, but I can throw him. I can throw him. Okay. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, so, so Danny, you, I mean, you told us a little bit about this, but how does, I mean, how does one become a mayor in town? I'm assuming you had, you probably had to live there for, I don't know, 10 to 20 years, get to know everybody, had coffee with everybody, you know, became a, a fixture around town that everybody knew. And eventually sort of like in a Frank Capra style, everybody came to you and said, will you please be mayor? Like, is that how that happened? You would, you would think, and I think in most circumstances, you may be more correct than what actually happened in Dow Center. Because my wife and I moved here in 2015. I went up to City Hall to turn on our water. And the city clerk looked at me and she goes, hey, we have a new opening on city council. I think you would be great for it. <laughs> Keep in mind, water wasn't even turned on yet. <laughs> I, said, I said, excuse me? She goes, yeah, we have an opening. If you're really bored later, you can Google why we had an opening in 2015. That's a whole other side story for another episode out of time. Um, but I went ahead, uh, met with the mayor of the time and a couple of city council members. And less than 30 days later, I was appointed to the open seat that they had on council. But did you have water by then? I did have water. Okay, yes. Okay. I just yes. I didn't know what happened first. You yep. got you you got quote unquote power or you got water. I didn't right. know. Okay. So we had water for about two weeks. Two weeks before I had to attend my first meeting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, got on council, ran that fall. Believe it or not, it is very easy in small town Iowa to get elected. I found all you really have to do is have a good Facebook presence and mail out a couple letters to people who voted in the previous election. And the couple is not that big of an exaggeration. <laughs> there was no door knocking. There were a bunch of yard signs. And after that, we won in a landslide, um, got reelected four years later. And then everybody came to me two years after that and said, hey, would you be mayor? Um, at first I said, no, there's no way that I will be mayor because- That's the right power. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose power, you lose vote. <laughs> You're a figurehead, but I'm sure we can get into this more. There was a uh, less than flattering individual who was planning on running for mayor. And so I ran out of obligation, we'll say. But truth be told, it's one of the coolest things I've done in my life so far. Uh, we've done a lot of really great things in this town. And I appreciate you two taking a leap and having a politician on your show. Huh. Hadn't thought about it like that. Can, can you give me a minute? I think Dwayne and I need to have an aside. Huh. For those of you who may be too new to the show, that's the other theme. And when Todd and I get a little too political and we need to go to the other podcast, we have these wide-ranging discussions on this other podcast that really does exist. Yeah, mostly in our text channel. But <laughs> Yes. You realize but, we're seven minutes in and you've already, you played the, the old theme once and threatened to do it before that? Less than seven minutes, twice. Who dog? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on just one second. What? No, Kevin, no, I'm not going to ask him where he flushed those uh, extra ballots down. The t that is, no, I, I, we have to assume he got elected fairly. I'm not going to ask. He's a guest, Kevin. Kevin, not all elections are like that. Okay, sorry about that. That was embarrassing. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. This isn't Warren County. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not that we know anything about elections in Warren County. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. You might right. play that music again. Yeah. Wow. We, you know what? We should, we should probably just have that running as an undercurrent to the entire show. Are we licensed for that? Okay. How, can you get the 47-minute version of that song anyway? Okay, so 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 before you became mayor, you spent some time on the city council. What what's it like to be a city council person? It by the way, how how big is the how big is the town? Oh, good good question. It's about nineteen hundred people. Okay, alrighty. And so and so, what's it like to be city? Like so, what like one in ten people sit on the city council? Is that kind <laughs> of is that? <laughs> there there is there is five of us and and the mayor. The, the fabulous thing about Dallas Center is my wife teaches at the elementary school here. And so while I'm on city council, while I'm mayor, I am the second most popular person in my household. Because mm. when the town parade happens, when we are out in public in town, it's always Mrs. Byer, Mrs. Byer, like children and families running up. And then they're like, oh, hi, Danny. It's good to, good to see good work keeping the water rates low. Thanks, guys. Thanks. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. By the way, and this is a joke for one person, and they're also on camera, and it's not you, Danny. If you want to be really popular as mayor, I would make a proclamation that that next parade need to be a celebration of dental health. It will, it will, <laughs> it will go, it'll go over like gangbusters. That sounds terrible. Did you actually do this, Dwayne? Dwayne and I were absolutely terrible years in the Iowa Falls Dental Parade. In elementary school, in which everyone got to wear the sign around their neck with their name on it that said that they had a dental checkup, and there were big toothbrushes carried in said parade. So it's 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 big. It's big. It's it's why my sister is a dentist. <laughs> so you guys were nerdy before. You didn't know that wasn't that wasn't our choice. That was every elementary school student in the entire town. We didn't volunteer. We were told to go march in that parade. There was no parental choice. West is the best because we use crest. <laughs> Wouldn't be the same if we used aim. That's okay. right. Wow. And this is where there was jokes got there was started. Elementary, yeah, there was elementary trash talking about 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 the use of toothpaste. Nothing, here's a, nothing rhymes with Colgate. So no. Does this still happen? I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. know. Mm. All right. Well, Kevin, Kevin, get on. Kevin, that, somebody, yeah. Yeah. somebody needs to check that out. Okay. So, so back to you though, uh, we, we got time to talk about the dental parade. I didn't know there was going to be a callback to that in today's show, but whatever. Okay, so when you're on city council, that you said there's five of you plus the mayor. Yep. Is, does the mayor get a vote, or does? So no, most most councils in the state of Iowa specifically are strong councils with a weak mayor. So the mayor runs the meetings, the mayor takes all the phone calls, the mayor gets all of the crap, and in the end, I get to say yes, you're on the agenda, or no, you're not on the agenda, and that's where my power ends. Now. I can veto if there's a weak vote, meaning if it goes 3-2 in favor of something, I can absolutely veto that. If it goes 4-1-5-0, I can't veto anything. Mm. So this phrase has come up before, but so you, so as mayor, you're sort of the human meat shield of decisions yes. by the council. <laughs> you, you nailed it, which is why you say no 
in the state of Iowa when someone asks you to run for mayor? I, 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 I do like, though, the fact, I'm sure you know this, that there are five people on the city council, which makes having meetings easier. I mean, two of you can get together without having to, you know, declare it a public meeting if there are only three. With three county supervisors, two of them can't be in the same room. Yes, but we don't we don't do that, Dwayne. I'm I'm winking at you, kind of. We we never have done that. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what the burner phones are for. <laughs> the city licensed burner phones. Yeah. Hey, has any anybody ever seen Breaking Bad? We should get some of those. <laughs> yeah, but we have to expend some because I'm not paying for them out of my know. pocket. Yeah. yeah, out of my mayor salary. I'd eat up the whole thing. <laughs> so what's your what's your favorite part? I mean, we've talked about the, you know, the headaches and, you know, having to take the crap. What's your favorite part of getting to be mayor? So the coolest thing has been when we moved here, when I went on council, I told people when they asked me the question, what are you running on? That I wanted to make Dallas Center a place that my kids would want to come back to someday. So I grew up in a small town, Monroe, Iowa, southeast of Des Moines. You go around it to get to Pella. That is the easiest way to describe it to people. and I have no desire to ever go back to Monroe, Iowa. My parents have moved out of there now. I have no ties. Um, and the couple of times I have gone back, it is the same town that I graduated from in the year 2000. Um, Dallas Center, we're trying to make it charming enough and give people incentives to be here. Things like a brand new swimming pool. We doubled the size of the library in the last several years. Every road in town will have been repaved in the next Starting with the one years. in front of your house first. It was one of the first, yes. But <laughs> I didn't choose that. My public works director did. <laughs> Just my my dad used to say his comment was he said, Look, there's there is a way that roads get the roads in, in where we grew up in Hardin County, eventually all of the roads will be will be no longer be gravel. They'll all be paved. And the reason why is because if you want your road paved, you run to get to be a county supervisor. Uh, you pave the road in front of your place and then you are smart enough not to run again. And eventually everybody who lives on a gravel road will have become a county supervisor and had the road paved. And then at that point, they're, they're going to no longer have anybody who wants to be a county right. supervisor. <laughs> yeah. What will the next issue be? Once the roads are all paved, is it like connecting sewer? Oh, that's, I don't know. That's getting, that's what you, oh, you want, you want the, yeah. I, I don't know about that. Like, I mean, you know, you, you're going to have to pry those septic tanks away from people with your <laughs> right? cold, drenched, wet hand. Anyway, never mind. Sorry. Sorry. Weird turn. It's probably rural, the, it's probably rural internet. It's probably rural high speed internet. Yeah. That's probably the next that's, thing. That makes total sense. On the weird things you never knew you would know by running for public office. We were in Boston over the summer and there was a torrential downpour happening. And I'm driving in downtown Boston streets with my wife and kids. And I'm not thinking about, oh my gosh, are we safe? Is it okay? I'm looking around and going, their stormwater system's incredible. Nothing is standing on the streets right now. All this water is disappearing. This is amazing. 
I wonder how much that. I wonder, I wonder how much that costs them. I wonder I what mean, they do with it all. Where is it all going to the ocean? That's the stuff I think about now. <laughs> so Run it's office it, kids. I was going to say so. So you get a salary and those perks and those perks. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, have you thought about speaking of storm drains? Have you thought about doing a uh, a program in town to have people sponsor uh, storm drains and adopt them to keep them clean? Have Have you thought about doing that? I hear that's that. I hear that's very popular very, in some towns. <laughs> very popular, and you can name them. You can okay. name your storm drains only if you pick the first one, Dwayne, and rename it Dwayne, not the Rock Johnson Jr. <laughs> or whatever that storm drain was named. <laughs> Let's see. I think one of them is Purple Drain. Yep. The Midnight Drain to Georgia. What were what were some of the other ones? It was Dwayne, not the Rock Johnson. Yes, one of them is Drain, not the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Thank you, Greg. High. My word. So, so you get to learn all about the infrastructure that keeps the town actually running that nobody wants. Nobody thinks about it until something goes horribly wrong, and then. Everybody knows about it. 100%. Except, except trash removal. I don't have to worry about trash removal. That's, that's handled by a third-party vendor that's not on site. So if they dump a load of trash by a fraternity house, I know I don't get those phone calls. <laughs> oh, my word. What a disaster. <laughs> I can't imagine what you're possibly talking about. That was, that was weeks and weeks ago on the <laughs> podcast by the time people are actually hearing this. <laughs> I will have long forgotten. No, I won't. I will never forget. <laughs> just, Burned into my brain. You didn't pour any bleach on it. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you, the mayor, the power of the mayor is somewhat constrained because you're there to just implement the, uh, you're there to implement the decisions by the city, ca- by the, by the city council and be the face of the city. But I'm guessing not, I would assume that there's a lot of constituents that assume that the mayor has much, much more power uh, and can do a lot of things that you are not actually entitled to do. What, what are some of the things that um, constituents have asked you to potentially do or take care of that is not within the mayor or maybe um, what I'm really hoping for is not in, not, not only just not in your powers, mayor, but maybe not in any democratically elected society. <laughs> Okay, so so the greatest story of all time on this. As you come into Dallas Center from the south, there is an old abandoned bowling alley that has been converted into an event space. And that event space for years has been for sale before I moved into town. So fast forward, we've been here about five years. The for sale sign comes down and a sold sign comes up. And all of a sudden overnight on this board that had been placed there with the for sale sign on it, there is Arabic writing on the sign underneath the sold sign. Someone went up with their phone and took a picture with it and put it through Google Translate. And it comes back as the Sudan Refugee Center is what this Arabic sign translates to. Okay. (laughs) Very quickly find out where people and who people are when there is a fake Sudan refugee center coming to town because my phone blew up, Facebook blew up, people crying that how could the city let this happen? We can't let 
refugees come to town. We can't let Islamic people come to town. I wish I was making this up. I'm absolutely not. The third phone call I got, I said, guys, this, this is obviously a joke. And the person was livid. Why aren't you taking this seriously? I said, well, sir, there's no busing system to Dallas Center. There's no jobs in Dallas Center. How are we going to take care of this refugee population that is supposedly coming with this event center being sold? I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to do it and you need to stop them. I said, well, do we live in America still? Yes. I can't stop someone buying property, sir. <laughs> That's kind of kind of one of our biggest protections. Sure enough, the, the building owner was making a point that people were not taking his building seriously. It was just a big joke that he had put out there. But the hate that exploded all over social media and all of a sudden the willingness of people to give up their rights as citizens for the government to come in and take possession of a building and a property was mind blowing to me. Uh, I, again, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to get right to the edge and I'm going to move away. I'm just, I'm going to correct one thing you said. <clears throat> it wasn't their desire for the government to come in and take away their rights. It was the desire of the government to take away somebody else's Elsa's rights while leaving their rights alone. That's the, those are the calls you got. <laughs> well played. Well played. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, they were. Wow. Okay. So how many years in prison did you throw that guy in? Uh, I'm assuming you threw him in jail uh, or sent him to Gitmo for a few years for making a tasteless joke. Yeah. And, and when you send somebody to Gitmo, like, do you call, like, do you call the white house directly or is there just like a form you have to fax? I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Sorry, buddy. That tracks. That is the exact answer I was looking for. Okay. Okay. So that was a fun day in your, uh, in your mayorship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any, any other fun days like that? There's at least probably once every couple of weeks, someone will ask me or ask the council to do something again, to your point, Todd, they don't want their rights infringed. They want someone else's rights infringed. There's a, Believe it or not, there's even some political things that happen in town where we had a giant F. Joe Biden flag hanging outside of someone's house. Okay. Received multiple clock, multiple calls. Can't you guys go take that down? That's that's not it's not right. That shouldn't be here. <laughs> and my response was, I understand where you're coming from. Um, yes, I, I think it is not well versed. I, I I think it's slightly trashy if I'm being completely honest, but. What uh, what sign can I take down out of your house then? <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, you could hear the light bulb go off over the phone call. It's amazing what peer pressure does because I told them to talk to his neighbors, and all of a sudden, about two weeks later, the sign was down. But nothing the city did that that took care of itself. That I, you know, that's that's the thing. I mean, we talk about First Amendment rights. It it's the government can't people forget. It's the government can't tell you what you can say and what you can't. Correct. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a note here. Mayor of Dallas center encourages vigilanteism. Okay. That's what I heard. Good. You know what? Go talk to his neighbors. Have them go take care of the problem. All right. And this conversation never happened. You hear what I said? You hear what I said? That was a good accent. I don't know who you were impersonating, but you nailed it. I, 
I went through a range of accents in that one. That was a journey that where it started and where it ended was not the same. <laughs> as, as Dwayne pointed out, actions have consequences. <laughs> so away from that kind of stuff, like, like literally on a week to week, month to month basis, like what, what's the, what, what are the actual concerns uh, or what are the problems or opportunities that a that a mayor of a small Iowa town either has to deal with or gets to be a part of? <laughs> well, our September meeting, which I'm really looking forward to, we just had our big town festival, and we elected the 2023-2024 dog mayor. And so at our September wait, wait, meeting... Wait, say I, what? Sorry, yep. no, what? You're going to... Yep. No, wait. Okay, because here's my question, I and I know you're going to answer this. I hear dog mayor, and I'm thinking, is it a dog who's a mayor, or is it the mayor over all the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I really like the second one better. I don't think that's the right answer, but I really I want it to be like a basset hound walking past with the mayor slash, you like, you guys put a mayor in charge of your town? No, don't no, be no. ridiculous. He's just in charge of all the dogs in town. This is democracy. <laughs> they have to bring him bones. <laughs> this is the first Hydra that gets painted. It's it's a, it's all a racket. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's amazing. T- by the way, a town a town that elects a dog mayor has given us crap about a dental parade. So I'm just going to be real clear here. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no warring factions of dogs here. It's a fundraiser in whichever dog gets the most money becomes mayor for a year. So that tracks. It's basically bribery. Now <laughs> you put it out there like that. Yeah, but you know what? It ma- it makes even more sense because you know if a dog is going to be successful, you know what he needs? A pack. <laughs> Woof. I'm sorry, Amy and Lisa. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so in your September meeting, you just had your September event. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we're sad. I'm crying. <laughs> yes. We're, we are swearing in Ike. Um, (laughs) you know i like ike yeah everybody does raise your right paw who's a good boy who's a good boy (laughs) you're a good boy congratulations wait now i have to find it because i do have an actual swearing in speech (laughs) oh that you will be the goodest boy and that you will get treats and attend events when i whenever you are able to and that you, to the best of your ability, to discharge your duties of the office of dog mayor. Can can you just for me? I mean, I know that's probably in code, and you probably can't unless the and you're going to get the you're going to have to get the city council to change it maybe for next year. But somewhere in there, you have to include the phrase "doggone it." <laughs> <laughs> My city clerk, this is what we did today. She gave me puns to put in there, things like no roughhousing. Thanks to everyone who made this possible. <laughs> That's the feedback, fantastic. The feedback from this show is going to be amazing. <laughs> it's quite a tale. <laughs> Todd's trying to come up with another one. 
no, I have another one, but if I use it, if I use it, then we have to put the explicit tag on because that's the one I went to. <sighs> okay. Keep your style so, comments to yourself, sir. Okay. So that's the big meeting in September. That's so, so you're in a suit, like you have suit and tie for that or, uh, <laughs> at least a suit. There won't be a tie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the dog mare. I might send you pictures. We'll see if Ike wears a, wears a tie or not. Those are the uh, those are the super important issues that you have to take care of as mayor of a small town um, to actually answer your question. No, it's it really is. It's a lot of planning. It's a lot of working through really boring numbers. Uh, believe it or not, the state of Iowa tends to overcomplicate things when it comes to budgets. I know this is brand really? new information. No. So so that's a lot of fun, but. It really does come down to first and foremost, taking care of infrastructure, the stuff we're supposed to do, streets, sidewalks, water, sewer, and then with the leftover funds, making the fun stuff happen. We just actually signed a contract for 20 years to bring solar power to town, cut our energy rates by $20,000 a year, and we now have a solar panel pavilion at our main bicycle hub, so we can do live music there and a whole bunch of other cool stuff, so... There is a lot of really neat things that happen. Um, and I joke that it's the best board I've ever been a part of because everybody always shows up fully prepared to take action and move things forward. And that's the clip he's going to use for his reelection campaign right there. <laughs> yes, this whole podcast. Now, it's interesting. Wait, a minute. You should have said that the city just cut their electric rates. Really? Now, my city just raised them by 30%. They said that's what everybody's doing. I don't... Mm. <clears throat> hey Danny, if I if I set you up with a with a conversation out here with our city, anyway, never mind, never mind, <clears throat> never mind. Close location. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <sighs> okay, so I'm assuming uh, I'm assuming that the uh, the city hall there. Just so everybody has a picture. I'm assuming the city hall is like what 10, 15 stories high. You're on the top floor. You've got a corner office with a private bathroom that overlooks the solar panel square. I mean, is that, is that the kind of digs you get out of this and you, you get to go in the underground parking garage with your city provided car to do all the city business. Is that pretty much my pretty much on uh, is that, is that how that works? I mean, that sounds exactly like what would happen if you privatized your parking meters, what you could afford. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, think about you beat me think to about this it. because that was my next question was what's the status of your parking meters. Can you enlighten us? And, and further, what did you do with the billion dollars that you were paid? <laughs> so, so we actually have an ordinance in town that buildings can't be more than two stories tall because we don't want to buy the upgraded fire truck that you need <laughs> to take out fires on three-story buildings and above. That's a good, that's, okay, there you go. That's, look, look. It's a reason. Right. I just, I just think it's kind of funny. Like, like if, if an architect comes in, you basically have a sign that's like, like your building must be below this line. And it's a picture of a fire truck with a ladder that goes up this high. It's, it's all it can do people. It can be as long as you want. I don't care. Make it like four <laughs> blocks long, but don't go more than 20 feet high on me. <laughs> There's another joke in there somewhere. Okay. Okay. So, so city hall is not 15 stories. I thought maybe it was, I thought maybe it was about, you know, visual pollution and you want, you want to be able to see the horizon, you know, or you want to, you know, you don't want, but no, no, no. 
It, it, uh, once again, it all comes back to budget. It, it comes back to fire safety, Dwayne. <laughs> to budget. So, uh, so how many? Just, just curious. How many? How many fire trucks does the town own? I think we have three. Mm, okay. Yep. Numbers five, yeah. seven, and nine. <laughs> yes. Number one is the the tank, the tank truck. <clears throat> okay. All right. You got you, you, nice fire station in town. Uh, define nice. Does it hold fire trucks? Yes. <laughs> Does it keep them dry? Yes. Usually. Most yes. days. Okay. <laughs> yes. We'll take it. Has it started yeah. on fire? No. That's a win. That's a win. Okay. So what was the, so, so uh, you're talking about before some of the, the things to make the community nice. What's the, what, what's the last project that you guys did to sort of improve the town and, and make it a nice place. that's just beyond you. You won't die here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next new slogan quietly progressive yeah. you, you can have all here. of these yeah yeah we didn't have to pay you guys for this stuff. <laughs> uh, um, we actually the the hometown betterment community just uh created two new murals right on the bike trail so the raccoon river trail the busiest trail in the state of iowa goes right through our downtown and so they created two brand new murals right on that trail um that's Again, just something fun, something to get people off their bikes. Couple that with, we did build a brand new pool um, that opened this summer for the first time. Um, And we went from kids scraping their feet and cutting their feet open on the old pool to not having to have band-aids in the lifeguard shed anymore, which is a pretty great, pretty great upgrade. It's life-changing. No, seriously. I mean, that's, it makes people want to go swim. Right. Right. I feel yeah. like this whole podcast has been a political ad for me. Thanks, guys. I do appreciate. It. Well, and, and, we're not we're not done with the episode yet. So just <laughs> as long as we don't say vote for Danny, I mean, we're just talking generically. Otherwise, right. that would be a a political endorsement. Yeah, and then I'd have to pay you something for it. I think. Right. Yes. Right. Well, or, we or would have to case. offer equal time to the other yeah, candidate. That, that's the problem. That that's, you went to the exact place I was is like, okay, so all right, dude, I would almost so pay where, you to interview the other candidate. Yeah, where Where did the alien probe you? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that one. Yeah. Damn it. Show me on the doll. Wow. So we'll make sure that we don't say please vote for Danny. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. For Todd's sanity, if for nothing other for if for no other reason. What what would be what's okay? So now you've ticked those off. What's what's next on the community improvement? Like what's the next big fundraising event that you have to go for? So here's the beauty of where we are in town, and if there are any Iowa politicians listening to this show right now at the state level or higher, hear my words: we are just going to govern the city well for the next couple of years. <laughs> There's no new laws. There's no big ordinances. There's nothing crazy that we have to change for the sake of change. We're just going to govern. And if you all would start doing that, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> when the most controversial thing that happens in your town is which streets get the chip and seal, 
like that's a yep. good year. That's a good year. <laughs> <laughs> what's the most okay? So you've had to learn all sorts about infrastructure. We're dancing around then. What's the most interesting piece of knowledge that you have learned learning about infrastructure that that, that makes the entire like what's the one thing that you're like really I would have never wow. heard, that's how that works? Huh. So you think this would be common sense, right? You go to the bathroom, you flush the toilet, it's got to end up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everywhere well, in America, it's got to end up somewhere. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Most of that is gravity fed. And so it's all going to a place lower than you. Well, <laughs> Dallas Center is one of the flattest places in the state of Iowa. And then if you get to a certain point, you are too low for, for the poop to rely on gravity. We actually have to build a building that's called a lift station. And you can deduce by what it's called. Its sole purpose in existing is to is to lift the crap from point A to point B and get it high enough that gravity can then do its work and get it back down to the actual sewage plant. And so believe it or not, throughout the state of Iowa and probably America... There's hundreds, if not thousands, of these lift stations all over the place. Undisclosed locations that you would just never think to look. That sole purpose is lifting crap so that it can gravity feed downhill. I mean, we also we know where one of them is in Iowa. It's got this big gold dome with four <laughs> little smaller domes. That was a lot of crap, but different. Different, different crap. <laughs> um, just govern. Stop <laughs> lifting crap. Just <laughs> Why are you elevating crap? <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. I'm a, there, is there a backup generator on the, on the, this is how I think about infrastructure. It's like, that's an important piece of infrastructure to keep everything running. Is there a backup generator on that pump in case uh, power goes out? There is. And now it is solar panels. <laughs> mm. Solar panel control. If you need a consultant on a battery backup, for your pump and the solar, have I got a guy for you? you. Guy. <laughs> he knows his swear word. <laughs> Sitting here like, get you on an app. You're like, man, we've moved a lot of crap today. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yesterday I thought we moved a lot of crap, <laughs> but today we're like forty percent more because <laughs> we're moving tons of crap. Literally, yeah, yeah man. Fiber is not a problem in this town. Okay. <laughs> I feel like half this podcast is us just laughing, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, that's my first oh, my word out of Dwayne. I was really hoping one of those would happen. Oh, uh, Dwayne, any, any other, any other questions here that, that, you know, we've got, you know, we've got a powerful city mayor here. Um, oh, by the way, do you have, because if you're part of the mayor club, do you have like the, like on the, do you get like the speed dial? Can you like call up the mayor of, of New York or Los Angeles and just say, Danny here, what are you guys doing about this? I can't I mean, call up the New, New York, New York. You yeah. got what you got? You got 39,000 cops. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, We've got a we got a weird thing going on here. How would you handle that with your SWAT team and helicopters? Is there a group chat? <laughs> if there is, I've not been invited to it yet. And now I'm kind of sad. 
I can call up the Urbandale and the West Des Moines mayors and the Waukee. That, that's about as far as my network of mayors go right now. <laughs> the um, we've we've been friends with the West Des Moines mayor for a for a long, long time. He and Amy used to work close closely together when Amy was in a previous job. Uh, so we've been friends with him for quite a while. So now now I have I have two mayors. Actually, uh, I've talked to two mayors in the last week. Man. Yeah. Me and the think, mayor of Orlando. I think Russ listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to send it to him. He's a good guy too. Yeah. He may listen to this one. Hi, Russ. <laughs> okay. So, so Danny, not to put you on the spot, but... I just want to see how well this is. This is a new segment. How well do you know Dallas Center? <clears throat> oh my God! You're Googling my website. No, no. Oh no, 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 no. Are these your things? Website. Are these things that Danny ought to know? That's right. It's time for America's third favorite game. Danny ought to know. Okay, Todd, hit him. All right. This is coming from the source of all truth and knowledge, Wikipedia. So you know that it's got to be true. And if it turns out it's not true, toddlers, just whatever Danny says, go fix the page. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Danny, let's, we're going to, we got, we got all sorts of stuff here. So we're just going to, we're going to give you some, let's see how well you know the city oh, that boy. apparently you are the mayor of. That checks. Okay, congratulations. <clears throat> it does. The day my dad found out I was on Wikipedia is probably <laughs> like one of the proudest days of my father's <laughs> life. <clears throat> okay. Hey, Danny, uh, we'll start you off with a softball. Dallas Center, Iowa. What county is Dallas Center, Iowa in? Is this multiple choice or do I just have to? No, I'm kidding. Well, it's <laughs> multiple choice. You got one of 99, <laughs> so it's. but you have to come up with your choices. Yeah. Dallas, Dallas County. Okay, there's a bell. Okay. All right. What metropolitan statistical area is Dallas Center a part of? I'm assuming Des Moines. Close enough, we'll give it to you. It's technically the Des Moines-West Des Moines Metropolitan Statistical Area, but we'll round we'll up. round up. You know, you're a guest. We'll, we'll give that to you. <laughs> I appreciate that. During the 2020 census, what was the population of the town? 1921. Okay, you didn't get it, but you're closer than Dwayne is on any of the stuff that he didn't prepare for. <laughs> It's 1,901. You're only off by 20. Those there you were the, go. Those were the votes Kevin was hiding. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. What year did Dallas Center get its start? Oh, I have no idea. 1867. Okay, again... That's not it, but it's close enough. 1869. Oh, wow. What is the city named for? Or who is the city named for? Okay, so I have a story on this one. That is okay. old folk folklore of Dallas yes. Center. So there's the real story, and then there's this. Probably. There's the yeah, unless, unless these two <laughs> like collide somehow. But 
I was told we are named Dallas Center because the founders of Dallas Center were trying to get it to be the county seat. And so by calling it Dallas Center, they were politicizing or, or um, placing themselves above any other town so that when the county seat was decided, it would be here. Now, obviously, we lost that because Adel is the county seat. But that is the story that I was told for the naming of Dallas Center. You know what? Give him the bell on that. I, I think that's a much better story. Yes, give him the bell. Wikipedia says, and they're citing Profile of Dallas Center, Iowa by E. Podunk. Well, that... <laughs> that checks. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that, yeah, that tracks. tracks. Yep. Okay, sure. Yeah. You know what, Wikipedia, as long as it's as long as you can reference another reference, they're like, okay, good enough. Wikipedia says that it is named for United States Vice President George M. Dallas. However, the town was founded in 1869, and he was vice president until 1849. So you're telling according that if I you're telling me that a town was founded and somebody said, you know what we should do is we should name this after the vice president. The current one? No. The one before that? No, no, no. The one from 20 years ago. <laughs> That'll bring the investment. <clears throat> okay. All right. Who Does this person have a tie to Iowa? Um, but, 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 let's oh, see. No. He was the mayor of Philadelphia. Shut no. Up. No. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, my story's yeah. way better. Yeah, I'd keep going with that. Yep. That's, yeah, I'd stick to yours. Yeah. I mean, it's a better story, and yet it's also a story of failure because it didn't work, but even that is still better. <laughs> at, at least at least your town is in the county that holds its name. Looking at you, Webster City. Or, or Monroe, Iowa. That is not in Monroe County. That's not in Monroe County. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Okay, next uh, next question. When was Dallas Center Incorporated? Uh, I'll just throw a number out there. 1870. Ooh, it was March 22nd, 1880. Oh, wow. You're off by 10 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nobel there. No, no. So the, the house we live in and the house that brought us to Dallas Center was built in 1878. So my house is older than the town. I've learned that now. Wow. Look at that. <clears throat> And probably needs more infrastructure work on it than there are, than some of the parts of the town. <laughs> You're not Is wrong. that load bearing? It's all load bearing and none of it's load bearing okay. at this point. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's see. Oh, this one's a good one. According to the United States Census Bureau, the city has a total area of how many square miles? And we'll take it to this to two decimal places. Thanks, Eli. <laughs> Yes, this is the best show ever. I can't do that much math in my head at one time. You know what? Uh, there are literally on on the same page, it lists total area twice on the same page, and, and both different. numbers are different. So I will give you any number or a number in between. So you just give me whatever number you've got, and we'll it's close enough. Oh, square miles. I'm only going to go like, 18. Wow, you think very big of your kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> My serfs. This is all I... the land that I can see from horizon to horizon is now mine as mayor. 
Is it Dwayne? Is it five? So it's either 4.58 square miles or 5.28 square miles, depending on which number. So Dwayne, Dwayne gets a bell. Dwayne gets a bell. Gets a bell. Dang. Oh. I was yeah. doing my squares wrong. And I don't think those are right, but I'll check it later. Okay. The, now this one's going to be a, what, t- what year did you move to uh, Dallas center? 2015. Okay. Bad news for you. Good news for our listeners. The Wikipedia page for Dallas center is only the demographics are only up through the 2010 census. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you for some, some information based on the 2010 census, which is five years before you moved okay. to town. Hopefully you'll know this. You should, you know what? You should have already learned this as part of, you know, studying to become mayor. I'm going to tell you this. In 2010, the population was 1,623 people. So, I mean, I mean, that's a, you know, there's, that's 300, you're talking about 300 people moved to town and uh, net 300 in 10 years, which is good job. How many households would 1,600 people, uh, what, how many households would that be? Uh, that hasn't changed a ton. I think it's only like 600. You know what? You're right on the edge of me giving it to you. It's 630. The fact that actually you got anywhere near it. <laughs> that's well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're showing me how much useless knowledge I have attained. You're definitely within a Dwayne on that one. That's that's <laughs> worth the bell. And then, okay, this will be, you know what? We'll get you, um, uh, we'll get you out of here. Oh, oh, government. As of 2020, who is the mayor of Dallas Center? Some weirdo. That is what it says on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Or will now. (laughs) Toddler negative 18, please make that happen. I know, I know, I know, I know that you're not on good terms with them, but if you could just do this one for us, that would be awesome. (laughs) Dude, send me a screenshot. I can't wait. (laughs) Mm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two easy ones because I want you to I want you to get out here on a on a high note on this. What school district is Dallas Center in? Dallas Center Grimes. Thank you for that one. Although, mm, technically, it's the Dallas Center Grimes Community School School District. District. (laughs) Not to get all legalistic, but you'd think that the mayor would know some details. Um, Actually. (laughs) Where's my belt? (laughs) And the last one I will give you is for... Uh, you may not know this because you're apparently unaware of the educational system in Dallas Center. <laughs> I don't, whatever. What is the school mascot and school colors of the school? Ooh, I'm just going to go red and white. Um, and it is a Mustang because we got rid of the Philly a couple of years ago. And it is all Mustang, no matter what sport you play now. That is, turns out, surprisingly correct. Get, you get a bell. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast. Wherever you get your pods, just search Talkin' in the number two. There's no G, there's no space. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, even though we didn't do their segment this week, and DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. 
send us your feedback. We love your feedback and your content. Uh, if you have questions or want to be a guest on a future episode of Talking to Todd, send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? According to the Iowa Falls Times Citizen, updated on May 13th, 2019, the 84th annual Iowa Falls Dental Parade was held in 2019, as reported by Sarah Conrad Baranowski. So it it at least made it to 2019. Now, I have a feeling 2020 may have spelled some doom for the dental parade. But anyway, it made it to at least 84. So there you go. 84 out of 100 dentists would recommend this parade. <laughs> Be, before we go, Danny, is there is there anything else that uh, usually I get the last word, but but for you? Any anything 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 that you'd like to? Here's your shot to give us uh, any any feedback or comments or anything about being on the show. So the show has been even better than I would have dreamed. the uh, <laughs> The two pieces of advice I will leave listeners with is: I still think every child, every person in America, should work a retail job for one Christmas season, and everybody should run for political office once in once in their lives, just so you can understand what it is actually like. Turn off your TVs, go outside, listen to the podcast. That's all I got. I heard Danny hates people. (laughs) If I have to suffer, you have to suffer. We're all in this together. (laughs) Oh, what a fantastic show. Danny Byer, thank you. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. I I am so glad that you were on and that we also got to brush up on our knowledge of the Iowa Falls Dental Parade. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> nah, not really. Not really. Not really. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. We're here. We're talking to Todd. <laughs> So, Danny, what happened to your political career? Things were going great then on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and, and what I will say is there was no lifting station big enough to get me out of the hole that they dug me. <laughs> and yet I still somehow ended up governor of Iowa. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs>